0: Episode 31, here we go. So, my dad had a heart attack, as you, some of you may know. And when that happened, I thought, instead of just trying to stop cold turkey when it comes to drinking alcohol, my plan instead is to reduce my alcohol consumption to red wine. You also know that a glass of red wine, I've heard a glass of wine every day is really good for the heart. Maybe an alcoholic said that? I don't know. Red wine has a lot of antioxidants, and I try, I'm trying to sound like I know what I'm talking about, but I don't. But it helps clog? No. But it helps unclog your arteries. And that just seems like a more reasonable use for alcohol at all. To use it more as a tool, like Stanley Hudson in the office. He has. He goes, I have one glass of red wine every day. Or something like that. And I like that. Because also red wine gives some of the worst hangovers. So there's no reason to go overboard with it. You really don't want to. So, wick wick I've made three movies about death in the past month. My family has been faced with the threat of death three times in the last year. I didn't plan it like that. But I, I, I trusted the feeling of being compelled to make these movies. I got emotional speaking about my cousin Jason on a recent podcast episode. Uh, what haunts me the most about my cousin's passing is the scene of him dying. Nobody really knows what happened while he, was, while he was passing, like in the current moments, in his final moments, but my imagination has run wild for the last 11 years. Uh, so making that movie helps me not imagine it anymore and I can stop thinking about it. It's part of my grieving process. My mentor describes my brain as being obsessive, that I have an obsessive brain. When it comes to the good, the bad, not the ugly, vices and pleasure, and curiosity. And it tends to be curiosity that generally does the haunting. I have wondered so much about Jason's death and I wanted to lay that curiosity to rest as well. That's why I made that movie. It's almost six minutes long and I made it last week. Kind of on a whim, it's improvised. Some of the details are changed uh, because it's blurry. Like we don't really know what happened in his final hours, but the movie is about his final hours. So rest in peace, Jason Taylor. I have a document uh, titled Just Write, and this is for my stand-up. I've written 13 or 14 new bits, all of which I'll be expanding even more on, whilst adding more bits to my comedy routine or set. And what is really cool is that there's newly space available to me that has motivated a lot of this new writing of this material. Early into next year, I want to utilize this space to put on my own show and do 30-45 minutes of stand-up that I've prepared. The space would be provided by my mentor. He has his own counseling gymnasium, or gym, and, and this would be a space to work out my material in the gym. It's the space, actually, that is in my movie, Carnal, that where he and I are boxing and doing counseling. I love what Bo Burnham did with his last comedy special, Inside. He took out frustrations that he has with big companies or basic white women, for example, uh, you'll see, and he turned those frustrations into songs, comedy songs. Instead of fuming and taking my frustrations out on what triggers me. That needs to be the way that it happens. Because I have a lot of frustrations, and I don't feel like I've found the proper way to voice them. But Bo Burnham really opened doors that have opened doors that have opened doors. My movies are going to be used very similarly, but in more genres than stand-up material really allows for. Stand-up has to be funny to bring the point and to make it palatable for the audience. A spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. Commercials and ads tend to be funny for that exact same reason because emotion works. Whether that be laughter or those hallmark commercials that you see and you can't help but cry. Emotion works and I want to get skilled at bringing a point along with my content with my with my stand-up i would love to find a point i popped into this random church massive church in 2018 the pastor gets on stage and introduces a guest speaker i was like oh sweet okay cool dave martin dave martin was the guest speaker and i've told this story recently but i want to expand a little bit more watching dave martin up on that stage, pull laughter out of the congregation throughout his whole hour-long message up on that stage. It kept them so engaged, and it showed him that we're with you. He doesn't have to try and read the silence. The laughter gives him that feedback. I watched him do that as a total pro. I I was completely amazed. I want to do that. That's what I was thinking. I want to do that, whether it be on stage or through the digital mediums that I already use. Stand-up would be such an immense tool in preparing me for that type of lifestyle. I think he's technically a motivational speaker. Maybe he was at the time because he toured, but now I, I believe he's actually a head pastor of a church. But stand-up would be such a great tool in preparing me for a more stable career in doing something like this. Maybe even touring. Dude, I would live the touring life. I've kind of already done that. From ages 5 to 11, my family toured the West Side States. From OR to WA to CA to ID to MT back down to NV, stop off at UT to AZ to NM, the whole deal. It would be like performing stand-up comedy at churches while also motivating them to not be discouraged in their own struggles behind closed doors. Those two mix, I think, could be really, really impactful. I can see myself being a stand-up comedian, but there has to be more to it. I I do see myself as a filmmaker, and I stand firm in my cinematic mission statement. I am a missionary. My family became a missionary family when I was five... And I have never dropped that title. As a cinematic missionary, I would want to reach a demographic that is not Christians. My demographic would be people who do not believe what I believe. Meaning, with my movies, even my stand-up, I would need to cater to the secular a little bit. Like with a faith-based slasher movie. I feel I would need to meet them halfway in order to ask them to meet me halfway. And maybe, maybe there would, there would be some sort of agreement made. A spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. Uh, that's my episode. That is all I have written. I even wrote the end at, at the end. Uh, thank you guys for being here and listening to these and this and the next one. Oh, freaking happy Thanksgiving, guys. I hope that you all find something to genuinely be thankful for in these in these times that we find ourselves in today. All right, signing off. 1 2 3 3 2 1. <laughs> okay. All right, bye.